Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. I'm with Andrew P. Shea. Ross Tucker will be along in a little bit uh, for quarters number two and three. But first, Andy, most importantly, most importantly, I know this week you're spending time with your brother. Are you getting out on the golf course? We are getting out on the golf course. Uh, we played a couple times. We're going to play one more time and been spending a lot of time on the beach with my wife. So it has been fantastic. But most importantly, how are you hitting the little ball? You know, I'm actually, for not playing much golf this spring, I'm actually hitting the ball really good. I'm uh, I'm struggling to putt the ball well into the hole, so I'm hitting it better than I'm scoring, to be honest with you. But it's Florida, so there's a little bit of water that's coming into play for me. Well, just just so our listeners know, and when golfers talk about playing well, they talk relative to their own abilities. When Andy Shea talks about golfing well, he means it. Andy's an exceptional golfer. I had the chance to witness that. So, Andy's the man. You got a scramble going, pick Andy. Trust me on that. Trust me. Anyway, I'm glad you're enjoying the week, Andy, but we have Penn State football to talk about and college football in general. For the news, I want to start with this. ACC came out with what I think is a very big announcement. They will, in the 23 season, they are going to do away with divisions. And this is based on a new ruling by the NCAA where previously to have a championship game, you needed two divisions. The division winners play each other. One of the downsides to that is you might have a weak division. Hello, Big Ten West. Hello. And God forbid you have an upset in that championship game. You could have a weaker team be the the conference champion but still have no chance to make the playoffs. By getting away with divisions, you have the best team and the second best team would play the conference championship game. And it helps you as far as getting somebody into the uh, college football playoffs. What do you think of this move by the ACC? So I think the ACC, I think they unveiled a blueprint to help the Big Ten as they move forward and eliminating divisions, right? Like, so my my thought is on this, I don't have to go back very far. I only have to go back one year. The, with the NCAA ruling that sort of eliminates that the you need to have divisions to have a conference championship rule, you can't fall behind now, right? Like the, the Pac-12's reacting, the ACC's reacting, they're coming up with plans. You want your two best teams, your job, okay, your job as a conference is to make all the schools money because you do that from football with your TV contracts. But your secondary thing is to create and give them the best opportunity to participate and be part of the college football playoffs and have success. Just look at last year. Iowa was 7-2. and two. Like, you're looking at what your conference record is. The best winning percentage in your conference will be your conference 
championship uh, teams that will play for it. That is the way the ACC model laid out. You look at the Big Ten from last year. They need to look at this. Iowa was 7-2. and two. Ohio State and Michigan were 8-1. and one. Do you forget? It's easy to forget their football fans and Penn State fans. Michigan State was also 7-2. and two. So essentially the Big Ten last year had a, a team that was tied for third having an opportunity to play for its conference championship. I don't know what the tiebreakers would have been. You could say, it, well, it probably should have been Michigan State because they had a better overall record. But either way, you cannot fall behind what the other conferences are doing. You have to create opportunity, especially when you have programs like Michigan and Ohio State who have proven themselves to be college football playoff-worthy teams, especially Ohio State. You can't fall behind. The Big Ten cannot keep this division structure in place the way it's set up now going forward beyond 2022, in my opinion, because I think they're going to fall behind in terms of creating opportunity and good opportunity for their teams at the college football playoff level. They simply cannot fall behind. And just to clarify how that would have worked last year, with the divisions you have Ohio, or, I'm sorry, Michigan playing Iowa for the conference championship, if Iowa had won that game, nobody from the Big Ten would have gone to the playoffs. But if Correct. you had a one-loss Ohio State playing a one-loss Michigan, despite the fact that you know Michigan beat them in the regular season, whoever won that game would be the conference champion and still have a good chance to make the playoffs. Now, the other part to this equation, Andy, is how you set up your games. Now, with two divisions where you're locked into six games every year with teams from your own division, it only gives you a couple opportunities playing the teams in the opposite division. What the ACC is doing is they're locking in three teams as your rivals who you'd play every year. The other ten teams, you split five and five, you play home and away against the one five, and then you do home and away against the other five, which means over a four-year span, you would play everybody at least twice. I think that's an excellent model. Would the Big Ten follow that, or are they going to try to make it so that they still have a nine-game conference schedule? Yeah, that's the $64,000 question. Are they, are they stuck on that ninth game? The thing I like about the ACC model and why I think it works, it can be a good uh, model for the Big Ten to absolutely consider and look at, is it's a four-year plan. So it's the rivalries, right? It's like the, the three rivalry games are who is going to be your rivals. Well, they are rotating them every four years. So it's not like you're stuck and married to those rivals forever and you get to play everybody. Get, don't be married to the ninth game and look at creating opportunity year after year after year. Okay, the ACC is not as strong depth-wise of a conference as the Big Ten, but they are absolutely creating the best opportunity for their team and teams to participate in the college football playoff. They're going to decide their champion among the two best teams that played it out that year, and they are going to give that team an opportunity to be in the college football playoffs. They can't be married to that ninth game. I just really think that that would be 
something that would be a real problem. It would it would be problematic. It's problematic for me for the Big Ten if they stay married to that ninth game and being able to sort of balance and keep up with the Joneses and follow the other conferences and still create opportunity for their best teams. Three five five. It works. It 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 has merit. It rotates the rival, so you can you can not like your rivals in the first you know four years, but then you're like, okay, well, we don't have to have those rivals in the next five years. And you continue over the course of four years to play everybody home and away, equality, 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 creates opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. And and the other part to this, and by the way, reading the tea leaves, the Big Ten right now sounds like I'm not sure if they're married to nine games, but they're at least enamored with it or they oh, like they- it. Yes. The what I believe happens though, Andy, if you do an eight game schedule, you now have four out of conference games. Let's face it, everybody's gonna schedule two or three cupcakes. That's the way it works. But this gives you that opportunity to play a good out of conference game. And I know Big Ten will talk television and that's what they're interested in, but my cross-conference, I'll still say, like, Penn State plays Auburn. Auburn's not the elite of the Southeast Conference, but it sure creates interest. You have Ohio State playing a home-and-home with Oregon. Tremendous interest in that. I I think by playing eight games and giving you an opportunity for one more out-of-conference game, I think you could create some great matchups. You can create some great great matchups, and you can also add uh, quality to your schedule. What is called now in the college football playoff era, which wasn't it wasn't in in play before during the BCS era. Quality loss, good loss, quality game, actually can help you over the long course of a schedule and how it plays out. That is, there's there's so much value to it that. Don't be married to the ninth game in your conference. Be married to the ninth game for your television audience and for your matchup opportunity and quality opponents. It just makes sense, but, you know, has the Big Ten worked under the make sense during this era recently? I'm not so sure they have, but I do think you are 100% right, Jimmy. The ninth game is problematic because they seem to be so enamored with it that they need to jump off that and look at the bigger, greater good, and not fall behind. Let's real quickly get to one other item I wanted to ask you about. It's been several days, but Penn State has just signed, or not signed, but got commitments from two very good players from Alabama. This is Penn State going out of their traditional recruiting region. Again, two very good players, and you're going into the heart of the Southeast Conference. How impressed are you by that recruiting uh, coup? Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I'm not as enamored with them getting guys from Alabama or from SEC country. I'm not as enamored as much with it. They've been doing yeoman's work in Florida and getting productive players. They know what they're looking for in players with James Franklin and recruiting in this staff. So I don't know that geography matters that much. Some fans I know it make I know they 
it matters to them. It does not matter to me. What matters to me is the timeline they're working on as not an elite team where they can pick and choose five and four stars at their own will. What they're doing beyond that with 15 guys in this class so far and how they move the timeline and the way they've set themselves up, that is the most impressive part. And the other part of this class is that the three of the top five commits are from the from the interior line, two on offense and one on defense. That is that is what this program and this staff needs. And that's why, to me, this the value of this recruiting class is so much higher right now. Um, one quick thought on those two players from Alabama. Tamarian Parker, who is a top 100 player, that's an elite player. He's only the ninth best player in Alabama. And Dakari Nelson, who's also a four-star top 300 player, He's only the 19th best player in Alabama, which tells you how good the Alabama talent is. That's it for quarter number one, Andy. We've got Ross Tucker coming in. Stay tuned for that. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lion's soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. 